Today on The Good Word, we're thinking of Easter. We all know what Easter represents, and each of us likely has various family traditions associated with it. For some, it's Easter baskets and Easter egg hunts, decorating eggs. In some traditions, it can mean a fancy new hat or matching dresses for mom and the girls. It's interesting, though, that Easter celebrations, like Christmas, are never mentioned in the New Testament. We're instructed to meet together often, we're told to take the bread and wine in remembrance of the body and blood of Jesus, and yet even without being told to do so, how could we not commemorate the birth of the Savior? And how could we not mark the occasion of His return to life three days after His death? As joyful as Easter can be, celebrating the resurrection of Christ and the future resurrection of everyone who's ever lived, there is still the fact, unchangeable, that each of our mortal lives end in death. And yet, even that fact, tinged with sadness though it be, can cause us to focus on joy in the future. Gordon B. Hinckley shares moments of sadness and moments of hope from a time he spoke at the funeral of a close friend. Here's what he said, quote, Through the years I had known his smiles, his kind words, the play of his brilliant intellect, the great breadth of his service to others, and then he who had been so bright and good suddenly died. I looked up at his weeping widow and children. They knew as I knew that never again in mortality would they hear his voice. But a tender sweetness, indescribable in nature, brought peace and reassurance, and seemed to say, Be still, and know that I am God. It seemed further to say, Don't worry. All of this is part of my plan. None can escape death. Even my beloved Son died upon the cross. But through doing so, He became the glorious firstfruits of the resurrection. He took from death its sting, and from grave its victory. I could hear in my mind the Lord speaking to the sorrowing Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. End quote. Maybe the joy of the thought of the resurrection comes precisely because of the sorrow death brings. In overcoming that sadness, our joy is magnified. Gordon B. Hinckley continues with this assessment of the place of Easter in the grand scheme of things. Quote, the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem of Judea is preface. The three-year ministry of the Master is prologue. The magnificent substance of the story is his sacrifice, the totally selfless act of dying in pain on the cross of Calvary to atone for the sins of us all. The epilogue is the miracle of the resurrection, bringing the assurance that as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. There would be no Christmas if there had not been Easter. The babe Jesus of Bethlehem would be but another baby without the redeeming Christ of Gethsemane and Calvary and the triumphant fact of the resurrection. End quote. Yes, Easter and the celebration of the resurrection is a good thing, a joyful thing, made all the more joyful by the sorrow it will replace. Hallelujah, He is risen. And that's the good word. Good word.